0: This week's episode of Legends of Gotham is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com Gotham. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com Gotham. Gotham,
1: to a degree, really is... New York, and New York is Gotham, so we had to shoot it in New York. And the energy of the city, I think it's feeding into the production, I think it's feeding into our show. The scenes play out very gritty and very real, and the rooftops, play. not too murky.
0: Sometimes in war, you gotta do a bad thing to do good. This is my friend Jim. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where <laughs> we talk about Fox's new series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks, and I'm Anne Marie De Simone, and uh, we're we actually have stuff to talk about. Like, what? I I was so afraid that we weren't going to be able to have enough content to come out with another episode until right before the premiere, and then
1: they released four mini extended clips or
0: uh, a full a full uh special like behind the scenes special depending on how you got it because if you got it off of itunes it's one like 21 22 minute piece and then youtube it's uh, four different things. four different clips. We're gonna have links to both a, a playlist that was actually provided to us by the the production house who made it, I believe. Thank you. Uh, of all four parts and a, a link to the iTunes. But the special is called "The Legendary Born," mm-hmm. and it's all about the making of Gotham. And it was it was a lot of a lot of fun to watch. We watched through it a couple times, and uh, yeah, I guess we'll be talking is about it. Is it next
1: month. Yet, I would I, we have one month and counting, and I cannot
0: wait. I know. I am so excited. For the show, and yeah, a, the excitement's starting to get ramped. We're just starting to ramp up to we're actually already talking to some of the other people who are planning on doing a podcast about Gotham. So we're going to have a big uh, kind of round table, meet everybody, meet the whole family. Hi,
1: how are you? Let's get
0: this community started. But not too murky. But not too murky. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, get started talking about the special. I, and like I said, if you haven't seen the special, highly you recommend you watch it. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can find uh, the links at, uh, in the show notes for this episode, episode four at legendsofgotham.com. Okay, uh, first off, and Amory was kind of surprised that I decided to lead with this. I am and I'm not because but, it was one of my points
1: mm-hmm. in my notes. But.
0: but this was actually one of my most... Uh, the most interesting things to me about the special was uh, uh the barbara character who's you know the ba- the main uh was it wasn't his the main wife squeeze no it's not girlfriend. his wife yet yeah it's his girlfriend uh but gordon's girlfriend barbara i uh, where where if we heard the name barbara gordon before i don't know mm. uh but apparently she uh she's the daughter of someone high up in gotham society they don't really say who i i think they might have Given, what, do you remember what her last name is? I don't remember. I'm Here, sorry. look that up while I'm talking oh, if gosh. you can. Uh, just go to IMDb or something.
1: Oh, OK. Thanks.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I have no idea how to look something up on the internet.
0: Yeah, if you didn't know, IMDb to look stuff up. <laughs> uh, no, no, but uh, it was really interesting because it says uh, she's the daughter of a social uh, – big hottie totty social guy there. And uh, that she's hiding something from Jim Gordon, uh, which I thought I thought was really interesting because I thought it was just going to be kind of like a very kind of you know oh this is just the love interest whatever. But no, it sounds oh, like there's
1: this is the love interest.
0: Sorry, there, it sounds like there's a really big plot there that is going to get teased out through the whole season. And the re- thing that really shocked me about it is that apparently Renema Montoya uh, is is involved with it. She she's not only in there Keen. Barbara Keen. Keane, like how's it spelled? K-E-A-N. K-E-A-N. Mm-hmm. See, that almost sounds like Kane. That reminds me of Kathy Kane, which mm-hmm. I, I, actually – which is Batwoman in, in the Batman comics, which brings this all around because Montoya it knows Barbara pretty well. And she's warning Barbara away from Jim Gordon. And so I'm wondering – what exactly is going on there? Why is Montoya so against Gordon and why is she so close with Barbara who's hiding something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with the Renee Montoya character too much from the comics. No. Nah. But uh, she uh, she was one of the first big uh, uh, lesbian characters that DC had. Mm-hmm. So I, I almost wonder if maybe there might be some sort of like relationship between her and Barbara like in the past somewhere, oh. especially if Barbara's last name is – Keen, which is kind of like an inversion of kane because uh, in the comics renee montoya goes out with batwoman kathy kane like they're they, they date for a long time until uh I, I forget what happens but then uh batwoman starts going out with maggie sawyer from the superman comics oh. who was kind of like the montoya of superman the animated series which is weird but, uh, and there's your comic book history for the day, folks. Yeah, but I thought Bar- <laughs> I, I thought Barbara was really interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, like I, 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 w- I, myself was shocked that I was so intrigued by what they ha- they had to I'm say. I'm really about shocked
1: that you. Yeah, that you
0: are. I, it just felt like something that's going to ha- have some major oh, gonna impact. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Yeah, it's going yeah, to build up there. It's
1: going to go ka-plowy.
0: Mm-hmm. Plus, it was cool, you know, to see that Mont- Montoya is going to be majorly involved since uh, the actress who plays her has been, you know, talking with us on Twitter today. So that's fun, too.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, you-, you have been like all over Twitter today. I
0: have a bit. Just a bit. Legends of Gotham is their Twitter, by the way, if you want to follow us. <laughs> Come join the party.
1: <laughs> um, okay. My first thing, and again, claiming my complete ignorance on um, comic book everything, um, are Alfred and Gordon typically so not friendly?
0: Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's probably just a situation where Alfred's looking out for, you know, his, his, uh, his charge and Gordon's trying to prove himself and also, you know, help that kid.
1: Okay, because it's just like, dear Alfred, mm. someone else is trying to help take care of this kid whose parents have just been killed and he's been playing up on the roof.
0: Yeah. You might need some help. And playing with candles, but yeah, <laughs> I I'm like, he's got a big spot on his hand. But I, I think this is the first time we've actually got a chance to see uh, Alfred's portrayal. Yes, and it was phenomenal.
1: You don't think I told him that, boo? Hey, <laughs> Alfred,
0: chill. It's cool. Yeah, it was. It, it was really cool. And that's a uh, Sean Pertwee, right? Which is a uh,
1: I don't know. Which is the
0: son of, I believe, the fourth Doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Who, no, but but I I really enjoyed him as Alfred, but yeah, they they definitely did seem to have an adversarial relationship, and I wonder, I yes, know Sean. I know they're planning on uh, focusing on the gordon uh bruce wayne relationship a lot but i don't know how how much alfred's gonna play in like i was i've actually been kind of worried about that just because we've hardly seen any of them at all but you know we got a little more in this this little uh preview by special. a little
1: more you mean two sentences
0: yes ex- at least two sentences possibly Maybe three, three. Mm-hmm. possibly, possibly three. three yeah but that was really cool uh, now something uh, that it was a big focus i think it, i think it was on the either the second or the third part third. of this third, third part, part. Was Gotham City itself. Like if if you know the comics or really any version of the story, Gotham City is as much of a character and is as important to the story as Batman himself. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, in a lot of ways, Gotham City is an extension of Batman, like his spirit form or whatever, you know. But, Gotham is his spirit animal. <laughs> exactly. But they, they, they had a uh, – they – Took a lot of time to talk about the design and their thought process going into it uh, for Gotham City. And a couple of things that I, I thought I would point out. One, they said they were trying to base it on the, the New York of the 70s. Kind of like the Serpico, kind of very just like dangerous. Uh, I, I had a trench coats. I, what else was in New York in the 70s? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't there. Not cats because that was the 80s. Um, well, well, there is a cat. In there this. is a cat connection uh, <laughs> no but i i yeah yeah they were trying to base it on new york in the 70s which you know obviously they're shooting it in new york so they're really kind of trying to play that through right and uh, they they also said that they wanted to focus on finding parts of new york and when constructing sets adding in cgi parts and everything they wanted to go for a, a timeless look mm-hmm. a timeless feel with a sense of being modern too i which, think they're really doing that well and, and it it's that's also something you know i've I've watched a lot of uh behind the scenes documentaries and stuff on Batman the animated series, mm. and that's something they said that really focused on their design. On Batman the Animated Series, too. They wanted something that was timeless, that felt like it could have been from any era of the comics. But at the same time, they wanted to have more modern conveniences like, well, it, this was done back in the 90s, so VCRs <laughs> and answering machines, stuff like that. A microwave. But, they, they, you know, a lot of the visual design style was based on, like, 1940s Art Deco kind of stuff where in this – more new york in the 70s yeah yeah the serpico the white shadow that kind of stuff right uh but yeah uh very cool and they also showed like a before and after of the uh, police precinct set so cool which is just huge like it's a two-level set huge you know out in this uh big studio space and it, it looks like they spent a lot of attention to detail and kind of like micro sections of it and everything they
1: it took them 10 weeks to build and for just Uh one set Mm -hmm. the amount of detail they must have put into it is insane yeah
0: and i mean i i'm just going uh, because really the only cop show i've watched in great detail was uh the shield and and in the shield the precinct built room the building oh i forget i'm I'm blanking on the name right now. They had a, a oh, nickname for it. Oh, there's going to be a lot of tweets on this. It, but it was an old converted church, and it was very, very important to the series. Like you know, it was another character, mm-hmm. more or less. And, and you, you know, they they spent a lot of time in the first season defining like all these little areas where they could do scene work and stuff like that. And I could definitely see that in the design. Uh, you know, especially when they had the wide shot mm-hmm. on the room. You know, they where there were there there were like little stations where they could you know set stuff well, of up. Of course, of course. It, and it looked like it, it might have even been influenced a little by The Shield, too, because in The Shield, they had a big pen in the middle of the, of the precinct. Oh, really? Where they kept prisoners. And it looks like in this preview, uh, Jim Gordon stops a, a, a criminal who gets a cop's gun mm-hmm. right by the same kind of little pen, which is – Super weird because I believe in The Shield, almost an exact same kind of situation happened. It's where a good
1: story. It's yeah. a good well, story. I mean, I mean,
0: how else are you going to create drama in a police precinct, which is generally a pretty safe space? You get, Someone's got to get a
1: gun. Not if see. you want. You don't watch enough cop shows. It's uh, yeah, not a actually, safe location. You are not safe surrounded by <laughs> cops. I promise you.
0: The cops will not keep you safe, especially in Gotham. Uh, but yeah, you had some stuff you wanted to speak yeah. to about the design um, too, right?
1: Right. Right, Like I know um, a lot of shows, the special and visual effects, because they were very specific that those are two very different (laughs) things. Um, They're not distracting Mm -hmm. so far. Like, I mean, obviously we're getting a lot of background and we're not getting finished product. Yeah. But I don't feel like when they were doing like basically peeling back the onion Mm -hmm. um, with the gargoyles and stuff, those 70s elements kind of – I wasn't distracted with or without them, mm-hmm. but you could feel it really did build on the Gotham versus like it took it from New York to Gotham. Yeah, by it, adding that layer,
0: it definitely like especially like you said with the the gargoyles and some of the stuff they even did with like some some of the the like arches and things like that. Right. It, it felt like comic book Gotham
1: and the smoke and mm-hmm. and. there's lots of rain and smoke like (laughs) rain smoke and water we have these effects every day
0: i'm glad they had like such an attention to detail even even go instead of like i i mean they're they're doing this for fox tv so i'm sure fox has like just Dozens of hours of helicopter footage of New York City lying around, but they wanted to go out and get their own is, original right. stuff. So they had a, a unique look that no one would. It they right. would look unlike any example. Well, it was what they TV. knew they
1: were gonna want. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Who wants to use stock if you have the option to shoot your own?
0: Yeah, yeah. You never exactly. want to use like, And the nice thing with, with an element like that. To what they probably did, and uh, you know this is all conjecture, but they they probably rented a helicopter for a day or two or right. three and just went and got a bunch of stuff that they'll use through the entire series. Right. So you know it's it's just one one time cost, and they they can use that for right. anything. They the can write
1: that budget light line item over the next five years or so (laughs) um some other things that they pointed out and i really liked that they had like one and a half to two of these really focused on the technical aspects
0: Mm -hmm, because that's Um, something that doesn't get a lot of play especially in the build-up to promotion for a show correct you
1: know. it doesn't and just coming from having a theater background mm-hmm. you can appreciate it so much more like that's probably why the but not too murky <laughs> stuck out so much for oh, yeah, us I,
0: I, and what we're referencing is there's the the guy who's uh he, he's, he's in charge like of the, the water <laughs> he, he, he's like the physical effects guy it seemed yeah. like and uh, he, he he was just like then you get this water and it's clean but it's got to be murky but not too murky <laughs> well <laughs> And we just cracked up both times we watched it. Yes, and
1: obviously we're going to continue to do yeah. that, just like we do. Young Bruce screaming, mm-hmm.
0: ah! but more of that guy, definitely. But more of and that you're guy behind the scenes stuff, awesome people.
1: Um, I loved, and you can already feel the different tones and energies. Like they were, like you know, you, you. There's this. There's this. There's this. There's this. It's running the whole gamut. Mm -hmm. And you can feel that already, and how the energy of the city feeds into the show. You can't film this show anywhere but New York. Yeah. This cannot be filmed in Boston, Mm -hmm. Vancouver, LA. It's just, it's not a San Antonio type of show.
0: (laughs) You one thing have- I would say, you can maybe do Chicago because so many people have Chicago associated with Gotham City from the Dark Knight movies anyway. Really? Yeah, a lot of the Gotham stuff was shot in Chicago. I guess – well, for the last one, a lot was shot in Pittsburgh too. Boop, boop. But that I think, I, I think <laughs> most of the stuff they shot in Pittsburgh was the uh, like year later stuff after Bane had taken over the city and it had been under – I like, have cut yet off from the rest of the, the sh- world. The,
1: this movie oh, Dark Knight Rises. Of? It wasn't right.
0: my favorite. It wasn't my favorite. <laughs> I have not seen it. Uh, but yeah, what were we even talking about? But um, yeah, the, New York. Yes,
1: I think it needed to be mm-hmm. filmed in New York. Yeah. And I think it helps the actors get into it. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, New York is. Isn't New York sometimes called Gotham?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, in the in the comics, what. A lot of creators, kind of the philosophy they go by is Gotham City is New York at nighttime and mm-hmm. then Metropolis is New York during the day. Interesting. That's kind of like the breakdown generally. Obviously, there's, there's daytime scenes all through this and everything. But that's kind of like the spiritual kind of thing. And I think New York in the 70s is probably a better descriptor of what Gotham is. In the comics. Dirty than, and grimy. Than even New York during the night. Because, I mean, New York's a lot safer <laughs> now than it was in the 70s. Everything's safer. Like you, you can walk down the street without getting killed sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, which is better than always time. getting killed. Right, I'd hate to always get killed. Speaking of uh, not getting <laughs> killed, though, one person who won't <laughs> it was be the killed, worst and killed, worst transition ever. Exactly, uh, one person who won't be getting killed in this series is James Gordon because he's the main character. You know, right? what, uh, let me just you know sort of
1: bounce off of that. We know that m- pretty much none of these characters are going to die.
0: Yeah, this is one show. Fish Mooney's not Well, saved. Fish
1: Mooney's dying. Sorry, Fish. Uh, sorry, Jada. I, really I, I love you.
0: I would I would um, say that even Bullock could potentially be on the chopping he, block he, I because could see that. even though he appears in a lot of the adult uh Batman mythos, sometimes he doesn't, too. So, and I right. mean well, he, and they he's even expendable. Said, Penguin's <laughs> not expendable. No, none of them are expendable. Mhm.
1: Other than, well, Fish and Bullock, I guess. But I, I like
0: Yeah, it's I like, like them. one of those things like it, it, on one hand you're like, will that rob the show of some of the drama if you know most of the characters you're No, safe? because
1: they can bring everybody – other people in to kill. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying like – Because we have – we do another podcast for Once Upon a Time Mm -hmm. and they have recently killed off one of my favorite characters (laughs) and it's very tragic. But I know that most of the people, if I get connected to them on this one, they will make it through the finale. (laughs) So that is nice. Just Um, find
0: your characters to hook into. Everybody
1: hook into your characters; they will live, but uh, not fish. Probably.
0: Back to my original point, though. uh, Sorry, yes, this was your point, wasn't it? I I finally feel like I have a hook into Ben McKenzie and the Gordon character. Love it. Because you know, even with all the preview clips and everything we've gotten, and all the little like vignettes, I never really felt like I knew Gordon very well. Oh really? Yeah, in in for the first time after, you know, the, the the very uh, detailed uh scenes with him sitting. <laughs> <can't hope. laughs> but the detailed scenes with him sitting there describing the character, the thought process behind everything going on with it and then you know just the random scenes we got to see i i I feel like i know him a lot better now a couple things that kind of struck me very superficial things i thought i'd mention for one i I really like his portrayal so far uh but for two uh these really superficial things that kind of stuck out to me one his expressions really reminded me of jim from the office it might have been just because of the sit down interview style of a lot of the stuff (laughs) but
1: (laughs) And his See, vo- you didn't capitalize the office oh. in the document, so I'm like, what is he
0: talking about? <laughs> no, The Office, the TV show, The Office. Hilarious,
1: because that was the only character I liked on that show.
0: <laughs> and, and But his voice reminded me of Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. It might be because I was watching that new cartoon with Aaron Paul that came up on Netflix today. Uh, it's something about a horse guy. You were watching uh, cartoons on Netflix today? I, yeah, well, I had them playing while I was doing some other stuff. Oh, okay. But his voice, like his accent reminded me of Aaron Paul interesting a lot and uh he also and they, they kind of mentioned this a little bit uh when i i believe it was the director mm-hmm. uh talking about uh why they picked ben for the part ben mckenzie mm-hmm. uh but he really reminded me of like a stereotypical 50s kid all grown up like crew cutting kid yeah like, but he well, he's up. coming
1: right out of the military
0: yeah which i mean i guess makes you makes kinda, sense to yeah. a degree but st- still just kind of like that look in his eyes too just kinda, he well, kinda like, had that kind of straight laced mm-hmm. look which i mean it's the character and the plot of the show right. So i guess that makes sense. i
1: had uh classic values shine through this mm-hmm. is what happens when i'm trying to write down six different quotes at the same time but it works <laughs> it works you can definitely see because they were talking about how he's that classic kind of clean-cut actor as a person yeah and that that was part of their choosing him mm-hmm. because those were the elements they wanted him to bring to it and he,
0: Nails it. Oh, yeah. You can, def- you can definitely see what they were talking about, like specifically in the video that was playing underneath it while they were talking about it. Right.
1: Um, where are my orange on stories? Okay. Um ish stories? Right. Orange-ish. orange <laughs> um, Okay. The first thing – I actually wrote these in the wrong order. But – How, how, how do we not have origin stories for all of these people with how long Batman's been around? Well,
0: see, I I was going to mention that because if you guys didn't notice, Jeff Johns in there, he's the the chief creative officer over at DC, which means he writes one or two comics a month and then he spends the rest of his time flying around to... You know, Zack Snyder's pad or talking with Ben McKenzie or talking to those <laughs> that Arrow fellow over on the CW. That Arrow fellow. You know, making, making sure everything's on brand and everything mm-hmm. fits up right and everything. And when he said that, at first I was like, Jeff, I, th- I think you wrote what, an origin story for one of these characters <laughs> at some point or something. But then I was thinking, no, he's probably talking about on screen. Specifically with sure? live action. Well, but
1: it wasn't him who said it.
0: No, well, he said it too.
1: Did he say yeah, it? Yeah, he said. Because like, I know we, we've Jada seen... said it mo- a lot. That's what stuck in my head.
0: Yeah, but um. he said it too. But I, I think they were talking on screen and they're probably talking in detail too. Because i was thinking about it the only on-screen origin we've got for the penguin was in batman returns and it's just like this real quick like yeah 10 minute thing right at the beginning where he's a baby and yes. then flash forward 20 <laughs> years or whatever baby thing. Uh, And paul rubens played his dad oh. uh peewee <laughs> Which was fun. And that's where I lost it. And uh, it, like the Riddler always has a, in any version of Batman, he has a decent origin story, but we've never got that again in live action.
1: The the Riddler reminds me of one of my former bosses.
0: Really? It's really. That's going to be a weird little distracting. For you. <laughs> it's
1: a little distracting. I'm just staring at him going, hey, this isn't what you left to do.
0: <laughs> Maybe it was. No, no, he was too quiet. Um,. No uh, but there there have been origin stories especially in the comics there's been several takes and on that, origin stories that was stories the part the I was really
1: confused by but I mean I know there's mm-hmm. sort of you always with every reincarnation of any show mm-hmm. with especially with so much history you kind of have to do your own twist otherwise it's not fresh and exciting
0: Yeah plus I kind of got the impression that they were talking like we've never really got this like in the popular this conscious out. like right. you know where Big Batman fans might know uh, that the Riddler's named Edward Nygma or, you know, big uh, comic book fans or big superhero movie fans might know this stuff. The general person on the street doesn't. I.e. me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the series is for. The series is completely aimed at me. Although, like you said, they're going to be doing different takes on stuff like the Poison Ivy thing. Looks like it's going to be completely different from what one would expect i'm okay with and stuff that.
1: but um i had a few other things yeah, like i said ahead. i put this in the wrong order um just some of the things that like sort of stuck out that they had said is we're sort of gonna find out why these normal people turn psycho mm-hmm. <laughs> <Enjoy that. laughs> because they really do all look fairly normal mm-hmm. minus fish and penguin
0: you know what i just thought about
1: no i don't but you definitely just had a light bulb go off
0: i did just have a light bulb go <laughs> off <laughs> What, what what do you generally feed penguins?
1: Ooh, fish.
0: Fish. Looks like a penguin has a meal coming up. I, I, I well, I mean, that's kind of what they're aiming for with him too. Is he, yeah, he's he's turning on her from the very beginning. Well, he he's just trying to manipulate his way <laughs> uh, to like oh. It, actually big bold prediction here after having just seen the 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 preview special what's going to happen right at the end the end of what the season thank you fish is going to spend the entire season claiming power she's going to get it then the penguin's going to stab her in the back literally yeah probably and take over in her stead that's my prediction for the season yeah it's going to be something like that i I i would assume
1: um And sort of the last one on that is you can never tell in Gotham it changes people because they were talking about how Mm -hmm. somebody couldn't be completely good, gold and squeaky clean. That's the person that's going to kill you or the person that is already so corrupt and cranky Mm -hmm. and horrible is going to be the hero
0: it's chinatown it's not just a city it's an event it's like a life event
1: <laughs> it's a life affirming event
0: <laughs> okay uh let's see here and they had a couple uh just a couple little drops clues uh for what's going to go down in the first you episode mean like the sentence
1: we open with
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> which by the way you know we would love to do a spoiler free review episode uh or a review of the of the first episode just, just, just throwing that out there if if anybody out there has any contacts at a uh, fox or fox pr <laughs> Or anything who could get us you know we could sign we'll many, sign many we'll sign things up to a thousand contracts <laughs> in order to be able to see the pilot a little bit early get that spoiler free review out there but they did give us a couple clues as to what's going to happen in the pilot here uh, uh first off a couple of Catwoman or selena kyle i guess they'll probably call her cat girl uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh can't help it. But a couple clues to what she's going to be doing. In the first episode. One, they they say that the first episode opens with her on a rooftop, mm-hmm. which is cool, and and that's where they're talking about the gargoyles and yeah. the stuff they added, yeah. and that they also show that she is present at, at the, the Wayne murder. at the Wayne murder, mm-hmm. which I'm why is she there? Like because she's already stalking Bruce Wayne. It makes me almost wonder if she uh, she's is working involved? for Fish or something. Again, oh. what do cats eat? Fish. fish, I think we figured it out. I'm sorry, but
1: a 14 year old girl is not killing fish, Mooney.
0: Well, Penguin might have her help. You know, yeah, because who would suspect a 14 year old girl? true yeah a pickpocket too. see this is why i'm glad we got all this footage because now we can start we actually have something to talk and, about and, yeah. and it, it's yeah. not just oh I, look here's all this news and then we'll talk about another batman story because we don't have a story to talk about right. right
1: now one thing i'm really looking forward to that we haven't gotten sorry
0: just jumping on
1: your oh, um, point i want to see more of the selena kyle stuff mm-hmm. all we've really seen her do is lurk
0: yeah i don't think we've even got like a line from her no or anything.
1: not a single audible tone she hasn't even meowed
0: and speaking of a uh, as far as you know clues to the first episodes or whatever mm. I have a I have a feeling that we're not going to be seeing the Riddler or the poi- poison ivy anytime yes. soon no just because no. we're, no. we're getting to- we're getting nothing we're getting nothing from them in these episodes, like I think the only thing indication I've seen that the that either of them are g- even going to be in the first episode is that one promo they have where they're walking through the crime scene. Yes, that's the, the one Riddler's I was standing kind of, there. Yeah, but it, that's not necessarily how the it's scene actually. That never go. happened, or the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was very obviously shot for the promo. I, I mean, right, probably but, based on an actual scene in the show. Yes, but.
1: there was a point of. Oh, I don't remember where it was in there. Of the cuz isn't the Riddler part of the police force in some way shape or form? That's what it appears they're going for that he's going to be like I'm a I'm pretty sure I saw mm-hmm. him in the precinct. Yeah, I I so I think he's going to make an appearance mm-hmm. um and also per the IMDb, um <laughs> they already have like the credit for the first episode. They're I'm to at least make an appearance.
0: Well, IMDb is kind of hit and miss, though. So okay, you're the one who directed me to IMDb. So, Well, I was just looking for the character's last name, though. That That, that, that has a better chance of being accurate. But, yeah, in the comics, oh, it, it, how he is now <laughs> – is that he's a, a private... and He's a good guy in the comics now, kind of. I believe. Might have changed since new 52. But uh, he's basically a private investigator now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd assume that might be where they're starting him from. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the private investigator thing. I could see that. I could but I, there was a villain in here that we did get a lot of that you rather liked. I did. I am
1: so excited about Robin Lloyd Taylor, a.k.a. the Penguin. Mm-hmm. His acting his even his just speaking in interview is exciting Mm -hmm. and like i'm already completely enthralled with him and jada's scenes together Mm -hmm. we haven't gotten much we've gotten a lot of the same scene over and over again yeah but i'm really excited
0: oh yeah i just like like, i'll open a vein for you yeah just like like, do "Do it (laughs) (laughs) god
1: here's a butter knife um and he's like I kill you. No, um, I think, and you know, not that I don't. I'm not excited for everybody else. I feel like this is the character that's getting, or this is the actor that's going to get nominated for something.
0: Oh yeah, this, it, he, his he's his portrayal.
1: Like, he's getting nominated for something in an awards show next.
0: Yeah, year. not to take away anything from anybody else obviously who who appeared but but he just looks like he's going to be the standout performance he's blowing me away mm-hmm. and you know just a little bit we've got just a little
1: bit on. we've seen yeah
0: just so, so creepy and manipulative but looks timid and like neutered at the same time the it's perfect
1: like, balance of every possible mm-hmm. emotion even and having those different Tactics. The tactics he's working. Mm -hmm. Again, theater background. Sorry, (laughs) this is. He's taking the right beats. Um, stuff like that. Like you can see the tactics. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. So
1: really excited to see what happens here.
0: Yeah. And they they do a really good uh-huh. job with kind of just his general look too because – Oh, it, yeah. It, I don't know if you've seen uh, pictures of just the actor. Without the nose? Without the a- nose, without the hair, yeah. without all that. Like, yeah. Like he looks completely different. Yeah. Completely different. They do a great job. OK. Uh, just a couple things. Uh, that kind of, that they, words they used in this that really stuck out to me is like, okay, they're, they're right in my wheelhouse. They're right where I want them to be for this series. Uh, theatrical, <laughs> uh, for Obviously. My, uh, you know, they talked about how all the villains and all the characters in general are very theatrical, which is cool. And uh, then they also really hit a couple times a mythic world, mm-hmm. and that's uh, what's always separated DC Comics from Marvel Comics. From oh, there we go. But, and it's not like <laughs> even like a DC versus Marvel thing. It's just like the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Marvel is sci-fi. DC is, is mythology. And th- this is uh, you know, if DC is mythology, Batman is the Lord of the Underworld, Hades, and this is the origin of the underworld. And yeah. makes me very excited. And uh, the last line that got me really excited in this, but not, but not too murky.
1: murky. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> and uh, you'll
1: learn that we find a bit and we stick with it. Yeah, and we
0: drive it into the ground.
1: Yeah, we will be doing, but not too murky until the finale. Yeah, probably. Ah, <laughs> uh, Gus, Gus. Um, one, the last thing that sort of, kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um, that they basically said that we're looking for a fresh way into the DC universe. And this seemed like that entryway, which Mm -hmm. means we're going to be getting more shows and movies and stories. And I know things have been announced and all that sort of stuff, but that this is like their portal. Yeah. Yeah. And that they, they already have a plan to expand on it.
0: Yeah. I would definitely, you know, as we move on into season two, three, four, I would love to see a lot more elements that we're familiar with. Like, Maybe, uh, like, Ted Grant Wildcat. I believe he's a Gotham-based character. Um, Some version of, like... A Birds of Prey or Black Canary and I mean that's all later da- on in Bruce Wayne's timeline too mm-hmm. but they can set them up right. like they can have young Black Canary I don't know shouting at somebody <laughs> <laughs> but you know and in, in, in not even just Gotham based characters I mean they could they could bring in you know basically it, like I they could do like Doctor Fate and since uh, no I think actually Doctor Fate's in Constantine which is on NBC mm. which is another DC thing so they'll probably mm. keep all the mystical stuff over there I'm just excited. I'm just really excited too. The, the, this this preview we needed this. Yeah, definitely because I, I, we, were, I was... we were
1: we were slacking mm-hmm. and lagging, and I didn't want to watch other things. I
0: was a little resistant. Sorry,
1: <laughs> but because I like to just go, mm-hmm. like I just want to dive in. And watch this because I really like police dramas,
0: <laughs> like a lot. Yeah, and probably a bit of it too is we we decided to do this podcast early. Like before we decided back confirmed. in January, I believe, that we wanted to do this podcast and got the domain name and everything. No,
1: we decided we wanted to do this podcast before it was confirmed that they were making the show. Yeah,
0: back when it was just like a very a well rumor. reviewed pilot yeah yeah so so we've been excited for a while we were super excited and then like all summer excitement was kind of going down because we were getting stuff but nothing terribly new or exciting
1: and then comic-con was like nothing
0: yeah and but then but then we we got this half hour special and we loved it we absolutely loved it i i normally we do arbitrary scales to rate things i think whatever arbitrary scale i would pick we would both give it a perfect like a two thumbs up yeah two thumbs up is two uh yep here he goes he's thinking Two flippers up for penguin. Oh, two flippers up. Two flippers
1: up. Two flippers up. up. For, uh, you can't see but we're flipping our flippers party. We're clapping our flippers.
0: Now, uh, like I said at the beginning, you can find links both over on YouTube and to the iTunes with that it, it has the whole thing as one piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, it our website legendsofgotham.com and uh, you can also – would love to know what you feel what you thought about it. What are it. you feeling right now? Yeah, anything that stuck Anyone out to wants you. To talk. And uh, obviously we'll address that uh, Any feedback we get on the next episode You can email us LegendsofGotham at gmail.com The Twitter is At Legends of Gotham Facebook is Facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham And the voice mail number is (laughs) 424-274-2352 Again that's 424-274-2352 It will say you're calling Greetings from Storybrooke Which is our other podcast (laughs) Don't worry It's going to the right place Yes and uh yeah yeah awesome. Hey, what's that name there? I don't know. Who is it? Craig McNair.
1: Are you Just followed
0: things. us on Twitter. He's an egg. Okay. He's an egg. Well, welcome uh, to following us on Twitter, Craig McNair. Thank you, Craig McNeg. <laughs> but uh, Anne-Marie, uh, <laughs> where, where can people find you online?
1: Oh, you can find me a couple of places. I'm over on Twitter at Simone. I also have a blog that's DIY recipes and lots of reviews and stuff at crunchycrafty.com.
0: Okay, and uh, as for me, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. My Google Plus account is Google, google.com slash plus bill meeks and i write uh novels about a teenage superhero named dog boy not cat girl dog boy uh new ones out you can find that uh, it's set in an amusement park it's kind of fun bit.ly slash demon stare what
1: you can't see is when he decided to start talking about dog boy he picked up the book and yeah, was I showing up, it to I me like up, i've up, never seen it i picked up it. the
0: paperback copy of the book i have here <laughs> <laughs> um but no, no uh we'll probably if nothing else we'll definitely be back for our, our party well our Gotham podcasters roundtable yeah same difference I that would be the very latest we'll be back which we're probably I'm going to try and before? schedule out about a week before yeah uh, but we might be back with a spoiler party before then and we still will be definitely doing Batman year one are we we just have to find a guest to come join us to talk about would it. you like to be our guest yeah please uh, contact
1: us, us legends at of <laughs> Gotham <legendsofgotham> at gmail.com
0: <laughs> exactly but uh, yeah we still haven't figured out a way to close this out yet oh, no, don't be really awkward. so I guess you know until next time, no, no, no that's how we do other one. Uh, character bleed, character join, bleed. Join us next time for more hey, legends of Gotham. Thumb. And I have to make this
1: clear water murky, but not too murky.